everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 Welcome to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Russell Jackman. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. Today's trivia theme is baseball, since basketball is over for the season. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, I know. That's 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 your favorite sport other than wrestling, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's okay. I mean, I, well, there's been some uh, moves already. I think Chris Paul found out he got traded to the Wizards. You hear about that? Yeah, I'm sure he's thrilled about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, hey, hey Russell, you're kind of cutting in and out a little bit there. You in a bad cell area? Oh, sorry. That's okay. Uh, well, I am driving, so driving. yeah. Okay. So a couple of things we'll want to go over. There's yes. a, re- a reverse boycott for the Oakland A's. We'll talk about that and what that meant. Uh, the Live uh, Golf merging with the PGA is prompting the DOJ to look into antitrust. That'll be kind of interesting. Um, Let's see. uh, Like baseball, the world has a much bigger influence on the NBA. You remember um, back in the, gosh, I guess it was in the late 60s, you started getting a lot of uh, players from the Dominican Republic, um, Venezuela, et cetera, getting into baseball. And so it became kind of a world stage. And uh, basketball, it it seems like there's almost more non-U.S. players than there are Number one pick is going to be a Frenchman. The number one pick is going to be a Frenchman. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) He's going to make big, he's going to make bank. Um, We'll talk a little bit about the 33 year old Draymond Green. And uh, any, any idea how much Lionel Messi is going to make per year? Don't say anything. We'll, we'll go over that next time. And then uh, also an NBA expansion team in Vegas, potentially there. They looks like they're gearing up for that. So anyway, uh, stay tuned. You are listening to Sportycom 101. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. Stung is here to fill a void we all long for. The sound of the police live. Dedicate to all the lovelies out there. This San Francisco Bay Area band has quickly made a buzz, wowing audiences at the hottest area nightclubs and events around the Bay. 
Stung. Having even been blessed by a sit-in performance by police founder, drummer Stuart Copeland, this trio of gifted musicians have established themselves as the premier police experience. Stung. Stung remain dedicated to bringing back that authentic sound that audiences have missed for so long. The sound of the early, the original, the police. So come and see for yourself. Come and get Stung. May 6th in Antioch and June 16th in Walnut Creek. Go to StungLive.com for details. Are you looking for a safer way to invest? The Freedom Fund at Pacific Private Money offers flexible investing opportunities. I'm Mark Honf, CEO of Pacific Private Money, and I invite you to hear what Tim has to say about our Freedom Fund. Pacific Private Money provides my ideal balance of security and liquidity, giving me steady monthly income at a profitable RA, backed by solid real estate holdings. The Freedom Fund earns nearly seven times the return available from the best bank savings account and still allows me access to my money as needed. I personally prefer investing with a trustworthy company backed by real estate than the volatile upsets of the stock market. You, too, can be earning consistent returns on your savings or retirement accounts. Give us a call to learn more. 415-926-4444, 415-926-4444, or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Transcendence Theatre Company, Wine Country's premier entertainment experience, invites you to the first show of the 2023 summer season. The Beat Goes On, June 16th through July 2nd. Celebrate the grooviest, hippest, and most rockin' songs of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. The Beat Goes On brings you the hits of the Beatles and the Stones, Donna Summer, Prince, Madonna, and more. Whether this cool collection of song and dance brings back memories or creates brand new ones, you're sure to love every beat. Transcendence's The Beat Goes On, June 16th through July 2nd, under the stars at Bellos Cavallos Ranch. You'll see why an evening at Transcendence is the best night ever. Get your tickets now at bestnightever.org. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, along with Russell Jackman. Okay, first of all, there was a... Have you ever, have you ever, been, have you ever been tempted to call it IOI just once? IOI? Yes, instead of 101, you know, using... Oh, <laughs> no. because no, it's supposed to be uh, like you're taking an economics class, economics 101. Because we're talking I about... We'd be terrible professors if that were the case. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speak for myself. Okay. <laughs> so so a, a reverse boycott for the Oakland A's trying to get the owner to sell the team versus moving yeah, them too to late. Boston. Too yeah, late. Too late. Too late. Yeah, dollar but- short. You know, it, it was it was nice to see the fans care, but we know that it doesn't matter that the fans care about the team. It's the ownership doesn't. And the ownership wants their cake and to eat it too. And and Las Vegas is going to bake them a new cake in the form of a new stadium that they don't have to, that, you know, the city's going to pay about $400 million for that Oakland will not pay. And that's, that's the simple math. If you, you yeah. want uh, a Sports Econ 101, 
you know, the, the, the one thing about our, our class is that the math is always pretty simple, you know, and <laughs> when more dollars one, in than dollars out. Yeah. And when one city is willing to pay more for a new stadium, then that's where this, the, the, the team is going to wind up versus, you know, tradition and, um, uh, 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 background and, you know, fans that, that show that they care. Um, the ownership doesn't care about that. So they what about the Tampa team. Bay? Now, Tampa Bay has always had a poor showing of fans. Yes. Um, but they, I mean, now the, the Rays are actually doing pretty well as a team, but uh, have they, They was there a time when they were talking about moving? Yeah, they have, but, you know, I think the uh, Major League Baseball likes the idea of having a team located in that area and, you know, it's still a growing demographic, whereas with yeah. Oakland, it's pretty much topped out. I mean, Oakland's not going to become a bigger city. It's as big as it's going to uh, get. That's and, a good point. Yeah, it's not going and, – and, and the fans are you – know, it's all about a new stadium. Yeah. I mean, it, and, and sadly enough, as much as I hate the ownership of Oakland, and I think they're, they're about 85% responsible for, for the move, um, I do think that the, the city of Oakland has really botched it as far as their, you know, what they were supposed to do and how many different plans so let, so let me ask you, I mean, again, it usually comes down to money unless it's just the prestige of having, you know, a nice ballpark. Because in theory, if, if you if you sold out, if you were to sell out every night and it was an old broken down stadium, would the ownership care? No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't okay. because the stadium is what makes the money for the most part nowadays you know the the newness of the stadium the fact that that the, the stadium now is the oldest one other than the than wrigley field and it's the only multi-use stadium that still you know exists in the entire world for well, Fen fenway park hasn't been um, changed has it <laughs> you know 1912 was fenway park but um i get i mean unless again you're talking about concessions and stuff is it all about how many fans you can put in the seats Right. Because, you know, concessions are only going to be worth. So it, it really is based on how many people you're going to get in the seats for the ticket sales and what they purchase at the concession stands. So I, I think part of it is an ego thing of, you know, look at our stadium versus, you know, some broken down stadium. I mean, I, that's what I think. Um, so anyway, there was this reverse boycott. And Russell, are you still with us? Or did you get cut out? Holy smokes, Russell's going to have to come back in, that rascal. So I'm going to have to finish off this segment here. So uh, interestingly enough, the Dodgers had a, a real boycott from the standpoint of uh, the uh, Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, where people were actually uh, boycotting by not going to the stadium. Uh, the reverse boycott for the Oakland A's was the opposite, where they were trying to show the ownership, look, we can fill the, the, the seats, you know, we have, and they had 20,000 fans show up, which was uh, more attendance than any other game. Isn't that right, Right, Russell? but everyone was, everyone was carrying posters and signs saying how much they hate the ownership. So that's exactly <laughs> here. 
you know, fans to the ownership. But it's really, you know, uh, the, the other owners standing up and saying, hey, you can go ahead and move because we want that option if we ever don't like our city. Ah, yeah. You know, aren't going to stand in front of it. And we just have that message that's now being said that, you know, it doesn't matter how much you support your team. It's really whether the owners feel that you're going to give them the big new stadium that they want. And we've seen this yeah. over and over again in sports where the city is held hostage by the ownership to build a new stadium. And if they don't, the ownership says we're going to move. Now, what's interesting to me is that the leverage of using Vegas as the, yeah. well, if you don't do it, we're moving to Vegas, <laughs> starting to run out of steam because now they have their football team. Now they have, they'll have they have their baseball team. And it looks like they they're going to have their basketball team, and so there's not going to be more than one. Um, now, I, I am really, really, really <laughs> against Vegas getting an expansion team. Because? Really against that. Um, uh, what, why? Seattle, Seattle has been living without yeah, a that's team. True. Yeah, Seattle deserves a basketball team. And I don't normally say a city deserves a team, but Seattle never should have lost the Sonics. Oh, yeah. And that was really unfair. And if they get, if Vegas gets a team before Seattle does, then there's really something wrong with the NBA. Uh, interest, that's an interesting point. Um, I wonder if some of these owners too would say, Hey, I don't want Oakland to move to Vegas because I'm hoping to move my team to Vegas. Exactly. That's the, the Vegas has always been that wonderful leverage point for owners to say, you know, it's the boogeyman basically saying, if you don't do what I tell you to, I'm going to, you know, carry myself off to Vegas. And, and yeah, but then there's other, you know, I guess Tennessee's another team that or another uh, city, a state that, you know, could use a team, especially, you know, especially baseball. Um, because you know, they're always in the college world series. They, they always seem to do pretty well, but they have a football team and they have a, a basketball team. So that leverage there isn't going to exactly cut it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. No, but no. the thing is, you know, you, I mean, it's a, it's a totally different sport though. Well, yeah, but you just, you only have so many stadiums that, st that, that cities can, cough up 400 i mean their estimation is that to build a new stadium or to take an expansion team and to put it in a new city costs a pro when you have to pay the fees and and all the other stuff that the leagues want is gonna cost around three to four billion dollars billion dollars yeah, yeah. You know, and, and for those people who got really upset that uh, the city of um uh uh, uh santa clara spent like maybe about 500 million or so to get the Niners there. They have to think that, wow, what a bargain they got. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Three to $4 billion that it would cost now if they wanted to try to get the Niners there. Good point. Okay. We're going to cut to our first commercial trivia question here. Again, we're talking baseball. And uh, just so you know, uh, Russell, I expect you to get two out of three of these questions correctly. All right. The Wonderful. other one, Probably not, but two out of three, I think, would be good enough. You might have to start offering me a prize so that I actually do these things. Right? That's true. That's a good point. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, let's first see if you get this an easy one. Okay, we'll start off with an easy one. What player was involved in the famous pine tar incident? You remember that one well? 
I, I do. I do, and I'm now, I, I am blanking on the player's name right now. Okay. Uh, uh, email edward at sportsecom101.com, and we'll give you extra credit if you can remember the opposing manager who pointed this whole incident out. All right? Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913-800-811-7913-800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finished their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, along with Ross Jackman. Our first trivia question, what player was involved in the famous pine tar incident? And it's so funny because I can still picture him running out just screaming. 
basically to, to remind people what happened was uh, this was in the 80s, I believe. Uh, this player had uh, hit a home run. And when he came back, the manager of the opposing team said, hey, wait a minute, look at that guy's bat. He's got too much pine tar, which basically is supposed to be like stick them. Uh, so you get a get better grip on the bat. Uh, I guess that was kind of before guys started using gloves. Um, and uh, and they took the home run, home run away from them. But I think they actually overturned that. They gave it back to him. But because uh, I'm thinking it's like, why would pine tar make you hit the ball further? If anything, it would make it hit less because it's sticky. But uh, who was the player? Damn, I'm really like, like, just stuck on names at the moment. Okay. He played mostly, I think he played all, all of his years with the Kansas City Royals. Well, wasn't our pal buddy Bianca Lana. That's no, 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 no. You know, um, he he played with him though. You know, that's what I'm, I'm stuck on. I know he was a teammate of buddies and I'm, I'm just. Okay. Okay, Ready? George. Yeah. George, oh, Brett. George Brett. George Brett. Okay. George Brett. I, I, the B was standing there in my head. Gotcha. I couldn't quite, quite pull it out. Um, I and I don't remember who the pitcher was. I, I used to. Uh, know. I, well, okay. Uh, so who was the manager of the opposing team? Who pointed it out? Manager of the opposing team. I don't even remember who the opposing team was. Uh, the Yankees. Yankees. Uh, Billy Martin. Yes. Okay, Billy so, Martin. I surprise you with getting one of these things. Yeah, you got the harder part of the question. Yeah, now, can, yeah, you, can well, you picture yeah, George Bucks flailing his arms, coming out and screaming, and you can't take that home one away? <laughs> the, uh, the, the hint helps, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, moving on here. So uh, the Live Tour, merging with the PGA, is prompting the DOJ to look into antitrust and uh, – uh, on the uh, political side, people are saying it's probably due to the fact that Trump may benefit by his owning some of the golf courses. Because if you remember, the PGA kind of snubbed Trump on on playing on his golf courses, but the Lyft Tour will probably play. Uh, but it's interesting because they didn't seem to mind, the DOJ didn't seem to, to care that the PGA already had a, mobile, a monopoly before the merger. Right. right? So, but, but then again... Well, because you have a monopoly in that sense, because nobody else prior prior to the Saudis could afford to create an opposing um, uh, a league, you know. So it's like it's like the NFL, you know. The NFL does had a monopoly, then they then the USFL and the XFL came yeah. into to presence. So it's it. it Antitrust comes out. I mean, I did study a lot of antitrust stuff while I was in law school because okay. it's kind of fascinating. If it's whether or not it, the question of whether antitrust laws come into play is whether you have the difference between whether it's just really expensive to get into that business or is the existing business taking steps to keep competition. Interesting. So antitrust, antitrust would be where there's at least more than one, right? Because like right. You said, yeah. So monopoly, uh, I, I see, I see, I see the difference. Uh, but, 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 but the difference is when there's, when one side is using its percentage in the market to keep others from entering, that's, that's monopolistic behavior. But okay. if it's just too expensive and only one 
entity can afford to go into it. And, and the PGA will say, look, we didn't start off being monopolistic. We, we created a league, you know, yeah. um, and, and we built it up over time. And it's not our fault that it's become so expensive for, for someone to create a rival league. That's, a, that's actually a very, very good point because, you know, they, they could, in theory, they could just say, Hey, you know, if you want to, uh, you, you know, we're going to, in order to be on TV, you know, we're, uh, or carry our, our, our golf uh, tournaments, you know, you have to pay uh, $50 million for every tournament. And then the, 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 um, the networks can just say no. So but they but it's more important that it's you have to see what they're doing to discourage other entities yes. creating their own league to compete with them. And are they using the fact that they are the only game in town to stop other leagues from, from forming? Like for instance, the NFL has not stopped the XFL from forming. No, the but XFL, they did. Remember, remember when Trump owned one of the uh that's the USFL. That was the USFL. I know, I know, but I'm just saying that. But but the USFL sued the NFL for basically the same sort of thing, though, right? Because they they were trying. They were they the the theory was. In fact, I think if I remember correctly, the USFL won, but they the the judgment was for a dollar. Um, I was just about to say that. Yeah, I was just about to say that because they said that the that the USFL didn't show the the damages they didn't show that because of what the nfl did the sfl was unable to operate they they said the nfl tried to do these things and they agreed with that but they said the overall impact of what the nfl did to the usfl only amounted to a dollar's worth of damages so now here's the interesting thing because i i I don't know by the way as a lawyer that, by, by the way, as a side thing, that's what yeah. I always tell my clients. The first yeah. thing, you know, the, yeah. almost the very first thing that I ask them when they say, I want to sue somebody for, for, uh, yeah, you have to say what your damage is. Yeah. Yeah. I want to sue someone okay. for harassment. I want to sue someone yeah. for, for libel. Libel and slander are the, like the, the key that's ones not. that I, I do get people that, especially on the internet, they say, I was slandered on the internet. You know, because somebody hasn't said, been. <laughs> yeah, someone says, you know, on Facebook that I suck, you know, or I, I you know, I'm, I'm annoying or something like that. I want to sue them for slander. Oh, brother. And my first response back to them is how has that statatement led to you having viable damages? What, what has and, and actually isn't that isn't that libel when it's in written form and slander is verbal? Yeah, I keep yeah. forgetting which one is which. Yeah, my libel so. is uh, is the written one. Yeah, it is written. But, but, yeah, I believe so. And okay, and but but also here here's here, and if I'm again if I'm not mistaken and it made it may be dependent upon like the the law the contract or whatever. But one of the important things about winning even a dollar is the fact that potentially you get your attorney's fees covered because you won. That that is correct. That yeah. you that 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 is the big point of it is that you can even a dollar judgment can lead to your attorney's fees which can then be many thousands of dollars but then you personally that's just meaning that you're not spending money out of pocket but you don't actually profit off no 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 but at least at least you could get the potentially get your out-of-pocket costs reimbursed potentially Let's, let's face it whoever works for trump 
doesn't get their attorney's fees paid, even when Trump wins attorney's fees, yeah. and then pockets that money and then says, go get it from me later by suing me. <laughs> you, you attorneys can sue me. I don't know why any attorney, why any attorney would ever want to represent Trump. Well, he, I would think that he just would have a, a slew of ones on uh, just who work for him full time. No. Right. And, you know, he, he hires firms and then he fires them and then says they didn't do the job. No matter what ah. they do, he just says, you didn't do the job right. You sue me to get your okay, money. Okay, So that's how one becomes a billionaire is you keep hiring people to do oh, stuff yeah. and never pay them. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got it's, it. He's well known for that. <laughs> he's well known for that. You know what? Though he was also well known for uh, New York um, back in the late seventies. I think it was that they 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 couldn't figure out how to uh, pay for an ice skating rink, and so he Trump just said, "You know what? It's been like two or three years or whatever it's been. Nobody's done this. You know what? I'm just going to pay for it." And everybody loved him at the time. <laughs> okay, so. Um, a baseball becoming uh well okay so base the world has become a much bigger influence on the nba just like baseball and uh, i think you mentioned that uh the number one uh pick looks like it's a gentleman from france yes and yes how- my <laughs> wife is is amazed see she's like the number one nba pick will be from france yeah he had a hard time believing that, that the number one pick a few years ago is from germany with uh, dirk nowitzki Nowitzki, yeah that's right um this guy's pretty tall too isn't he is that the main seven four i think yeah that'll do it yeah he's yeah. and he's got a lot of skills and we haven't had that consensus for sure drop down hands down number one overall pick since I feel like, like, like LeBron James, you know? Yeah. I, I don't think there's been a guy, you know, there've been number one picks like a John Wall and, and you know, that it yeah. was the consensus. But, but um, it's just the best of that era, you know, versus someone who's an absolute superstar. Right. I think the, the, the Webb Mignogna stuff is because of his physical abilities and what he's already shown. John Wall was like, well, there's nobody else really better, better in the yeah. draft so yeah. so he's as good as you get there's the difference between a guy that you look at that's a future phenom yeah. and gonna be a star maybe you know maybe anthony davis might be another one yeah. where you know people kinda, say pretty close but yeah, yeah you gotta you stay just, gotta stay healthy and you gotta keep your yeah. head in the game okay hey right. let's get to our second tri- trivia question here oh that fast okay oh, that fast okay which team did the giants trade willie mays to in mid-season 1972. So sad. That broke my heart. Even though I was a little kid, I remember how disappointed everybody was that he went. Yep. Okay. All right. That's our trivia question. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. 
So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. So call 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order your pizza. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeshoreLodge.com. Are you looking for something special to do with your family this summer? Look no further. Bring your loved ones to Alcatraz Island and explore the rich history of this iconic landmark. And here's a special offer. Book your family tour today and get a discounted family pack price, which includes two adults and two kids. Don't miss out on this amazing experience. Visit AlcatrazCityCruises.com to purchase your tickets before they sell out. That's AlcatrazCityCruises.com. Palio Restaurant's been the premier Italian restaurant serving downtown San Francisco since 1990. Palio features fine Italian fare and a Wine Spectator award-winning wine list, so there's no surprise it's been voted Best Italian Restaurant in the SF Weekly this year. Palio has consistently been voted one of the best restaurants in San Francisco by San Francisco locals. Palio's been in business for over 30 years and recently went through a complete remodel. Our guests can expect to receive the same excellence in food and service that has sustained us for over 30 years in a brand new and more modern space. Our 250-plus seat restaurant includes seating in four distinct spaces, making social distancing while dining easy in our establishment. All precautions are taken by staff to ensure a safe dining experience. Open Monday through Saturdays. Reservations are recommended. Visit paliosf.com to view our menus and make a reservation today. Welcome back to Sports Ecom 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Russell Jackman. Our second trivia question, which team did the Giants trade Willie Mays to in midseason in 1972? The Mets. The Mets, yeah. And, and uh, that, was, that just was, in my lifetime, it was the first time that it proved to me that even if somebody is super iconic with a team that there's a chance they could always be traded somewhere else. You know what? You're, you're right. I think that really was the first time. And I think, I think Mace, mostly it was just the idea of him being able to finish off in, in the city of New York where he started in 1951. You well, know, so. like, like for instance, Kareem moving to LA. Okay. Yeah, that was a huge deal as well. Yeah. But that was to keep Kareem competitive. That was something that, you know, Kareem forced that trade so that he could get more shots at a world championship. 
Whereas, yeah, but he, but he, wait, wait, hold on though. He won like I think in his first year with the Bucks. Right, but then the team went to become started becoming totally uncompetitive. I mean, oh, it was just gotcha, Kareem gotcha. and okay. nobody else on that team. Yeah. Now and the Kareem thing is, really, like, he hadn't had a, as many. I mean, you know, he played for a few years and then got traded. Versus, right. you know, the Giants had uh, Willie for you know the, from, from New York to San Francisco, and you know for twenty years. But that was the last, the first time yeah. to me that they traded somebody just so that he could play out the string. Yeah, there was no there was no chance that Willie Mays was really going to be a huge contributor to the Mets becoming a world champion. No, in fact, that so they lost to the Oakland A's in 1973. And that was his last year. And uh, we've talked about this before, how, you know, I mean, as much as you know, Willie Mays is still the greatest to me, greatest player who ever lived. But the poor guy, I mean, he was born in 31. So he was already 42 years old then. And he was playing the outfield and he just. You could tell that he just was, he was not the same Willie, unfortunately. Um, uh, in the, in, in a, he played in the World Series. Um, I'm not sure. I don't remember how many times he, how many games he played, but, you know, he kind of, you could definitely tell there was a huge difference between Willie of, you know, 10 years earlier. Uh, and then we, you know, later on, we saw other guys do that, like Patrick Ewing going to yeah. Seattle and, and, yeah. and Elijah Juan going to Toronto um and guys that just you know you're you, they were so synonymous with being on uh, uh being greats on other teams well even even league. it's interesting because i think about Kawhi leonard you know i think about the spurs you know yeah but he he actually went on to win another title and was a big True. part of it in toronto toronto yeah um but one could argue that maybe where he is on the Clippers, he's not going to win another championship. In fact, that was one of the things that we were starting off with uh, before our call, which is uh, Chris Paul. You yeah. know, I think that 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 his window now being traded over to Washington for Bradley Beal, yeah. I think his window to win a championship is closed. Uh, I win a championship agree. And he's about 35 years old, I think. Yeah. He's not going to win a championship with Washington. In fact, my friend and I last night were, were, were fascinated about one of the great, I always love talking about sports. What ifs? I mean, that, that to me, you know, someone should make a book of just like, what ifs and what if, you know, this happened in sports? What if that happened in sports? I mean, one of the great, what ifs is what if uh, New York had talked to Steve Kerr and convinced him to go to New York finally, instead of, Go, you know, you, you know that Steve oh, Kerr was was convinced yeah. at the airport to go oh, to the Warriors. Right. He was yeah. he was headed on a flight to New York, and the Warriors came in and told him, you know, stole them the 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 greatest dog and pony show speech <laughs> ever. And he decided uh, while he was in an airport lounge, and he canceled his flight to New York, and and the rest is history, right? Wow. What wow. if Chris Paul? What if Chris Paul had been allowed? to go to the Lakers in his prime instead of forced over to new Orleans. Yeah. I mean, forced over to the Clippers. He was, he was in new yeah. Orleans yeah. and remember new Orleans had, had lost its owner and the NBA quote unquote managed the, the, the Hornets or the, the new Orleans for, uh, for like a season, like two seasons. And they, they, there was the trade that, that Shin had tried to, to manage to get Chris Paul over to the Lakers right at the last minute while he was still owner. And the NBA viola, uh, 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 invalidated the trade. 
and kept Chris oh, Paul there. Yeah. And eventually they traded him to the Clippers, but he was in his prime and he would have been joining, you know, uh, Kobe during his final, you know, couple yeah. of years. And would that have been enough to make the Lakers, you know, a viable champion again, wow. if he had gone there? Well, well I, know, I, re- I remember, gosh, this was, this was probably going back 30 years, but they did sort of a fun type of, uh, mostly with boxing, not so much. They did, I think, with they tried it with baseball too, but they, what they, they tried to do like the different eras. Okay, Rocky Marciano versus Muhammad Ali, you know, uh, the, you know, try to put the two together in a, in a boxing ring. And, well, that's uh, what video games are all about. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, but it, but it was it was kind of fun because you know you kind of, I mean, obviously someone could just invent something, right? I mean, I could invent it and, and decide who's going to play what and who's going to win and all that. But you know, like having uh, you know Christy Mathewson pitch against uh, Willie Mays, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> oh, I mean, just fantasy. That's what fa- stat sports are all about. Fantasy sports are all about, and like NBA two K. And even in wrestling, you know, in video games and wrestling, okay. you can bring back Andre the Giant and have him fight Braun Strowman or 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 Brock Brock Lesnar, you know, goes yeah. up against a young Hulk Hogan or or something like that. Or, or Moondog always- Maine versus Big Show. Exactly. Well, I I'd pick the Big Show on that one. <laughs> but you, 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 but you 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 get what I'm saying is that there's yeah. all the video games kind of give us that. That, that's true that realm of like especially in things where you have more statistically based um uh, uh sports so in basketball in football in baseball where they have those things but you know what's yeah. tough is like will chamberlain is always a difficult yeah. one and bill russell are always yeah. difficult because blocks and steals were not kept for for Bill Russell for his entire yeah. career, and Will Chamberlain only got blocks and steals from for about two or three years. Yeah, of his yeah, yeah. Playing you could, I mean, you have to kind of look back at old, old films. So I'm going to ask you a uh, a wrestling trivia question. See if you know the answer to this one. What oh, was wow. what was Moondog Maine's oddity in the ring? Well, he used to eat goldfish. Is that what you're talking about? Live goldfish? Uh, uh no, it was. It was even or was he than- making himself into a live bowling ball and throwing himself into a bunch of pins? No, 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 actually. In or the was it when he used to cut his arm with glass and, 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 and lick it during the uh, interview? No, no, no. I'm talking about in the ring. He would well, actually was a crazy ass guy, you know, yeah, yeah. are you talking yeah. that he had a giant bone that he used to hit people with? No, I'm talking about how he would go over to the turnbuckle and he would eat it. Oh, dude, you got the wrong guy. You're, that was George the Animal Steel. No, this is before. No, look up Moondog Maine. I remember in the 60s, I used to watch that. Okay, it was now like, keep in mind, I was born in 67. Yeah, so I know, I know. Refer- my, my frame of reference is George the Animal Steel used to, was famous for biting into the turnbuckle and tearing it up and, and throwing the, the uh, uh, foam in uh, the, the, yeah. the foam rubber. In people's eyes and, and, and I, I remember Moondog. i think he also like he he'd get this weird craze upon his you know he'd kind of howl at the moon and he kind of yeah, like he was done with the mouth and stuff but i i thought he was also i have to go to look back at old films but i kind of i, I could have sworn he was the guy who also would like bite into the turnbuckle because he was so well, i'm not i wouldn't weird. say that he would be beyond that but i don't think he was yeah. known for that as i what i yeah. really remember 
uh, a moon dog main for was during interviews, he would grab live goldfish out of a bowl and swallow them. You know, hey, you know what? I'm impressed just the fact that he could uh, go into a goldfish bowl and get a live goldfish. And grab a live goldfish. Those things yeah. are slippery. Those things are slippery. Yeah, they are. But, uh, I mean, he, was, he was a nutty guy and certainly brought a lot of insanity to wrestling. He was probably one of the most insane wrestlers of his era, you know, and then, you know, imparted that uh, realm over to George Animal Steel, who really yeah. in real life wasn't all that crazy. He was he was a, an English professor and and would often, you know, outside of the ring, be very eloquent. And then, of course, go into the side of the ring and and be a slobbering maniac that, you know, everyone thought. Oh, oh, OK, so this is going to be kind of this. I, I very this I had no idea about this. Uh, I was just looking up uh, Moondog Maine here. Uh, I guess his real name was Lonnie. Uh, guess where he was born? I have no idea, actually. Fairfax, California. Huh. And that's right. He died that in San Bernardino. But yeah, in 1978, gosh darn it, he was only 34 years old. Um, but actually, just, just short of his 34th birthday. But um, wow, that's crazy. Uh, but well, being as crazy as he was, I can understand it. Uh, but yes, yeah, so, so for those for the audience who doesn't know, uh, uh, Fairfax, California is literally about three miles from me. And supposedly one of the most liberal places on earth. I wouldn't say supposedly, I'd say it is. Yeah, that's where the, <laughs> the American Taliban, that guy who, who joined yes. the Taliban. He yeah, from John, Lynn, John Walker Lynn. Yeah. Yes. So when we're, we're talking about, you know, really extreme leftists. You can you can oh, yeah. think about Fairfax for that. <laughs> okay, so, so uh, let, let's move on here. So, thirty-three-year-old uh, Draymond Green declines a twenty-seven and a half million dollar option so he can enter free agency. What? what I mean, technically, you know, this is the first time of all the three Warriors, the great yeah. three. You know, Draymond, Steph, and Clay. This is the first time that technically, Draymond Green is not a Warrior. Yeah. He's a free agent, you know? I mean, he is technically broken off from the Warriors and now is an unrestricted free agent. And that is the first time that those three, and and I, I wanna, I'll put it back on you. Do you yeah. feel that Mike Dunleavy Jr. has what it takes to be the next great GM for the Warriors franchise? Um, you know, I, I, uh, he was a decent player, and I think his no, dad. He yeah, oh, God, no, the he number was three overall pick, but the number three overall. No, no, pick, no, no, no. He, he wasn't. He was. He should not have got. No, when you look back at his career, he was not a number number three. I mean, maybe he was, but he 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 wasn't that good. But, no, but but he. I mean, he wasn't terrible. Um, it kind of reminds me of David Lee a little bit. Uh, except I uh, think Dunleavy was better. Than David he Lee. wasn't a forward or a center. He was more of a, a shooting guard. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, 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 again, you know, proof will be in the pudding, but I, I think, I mean, I give him a good shot at it. Well, I mean, you some know, very big shoes to fill. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, anybody would, right. I mean, I, I think out of all the people out there, he's probably a good choice. I mean, he's, and he's been with the, how long has he been with the Warriors now? Like a number of years. years. Not, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's not like he just walked in off but the street. Bob Myers shoes. I mean, it's oh, no. argued. It's arguable to say that Bob Myers could have could have been the greatest executive yeah. that the Bay Area ever had. 
for any I wouldn't sport. Be, well, uh, you know, Bobby Evans, you know, won three World Series also with the yeah, Giants. But, so. but Myers was responsible for four. Okay, well, fair enough, fair enough. But I mean, I, I'd at least throw Bobby in there. Our good, oh, I mean, our good by the way, great. our good friend Bobby. Hey, by the way, yeah, okay, no, but, I, I, Bobby's fantastic, but a lot, a lot of people, not us, maybe, would argue that you know, I mean, along with like Carmen Policy, a guy like yeah, uh, yeah, like Myers could be one of the greatest. Uh, oh, oh, oh I, I would absolutely, I, I absolutely agree. Okay, tell you what, we had to go to our last trivia question: Which Hall wow. of Fame pitcher? set a record for winning nine opening day games and all were by shutout. Yeah. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back with some closing comments. Don't touch that dial. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national healthcare alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739-800-913-9739-800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. 
We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Welcome back to SportsyCom 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Russell Jackman. Our third trivia question, which Hall of Fame pitcher set a record for winning nine opening day games and all were by shutout? That'll get you in the Hall of Fame just for that. I'll say Cy Young. Uh, no, a little bit after Cy Young. A little bit after Cy Young. Yeah, you got me there then. Okay, Walter Johnson. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, that was, that's, I mean, that was that's about the same era. I mean, a little bit after Cy Young, but still, that's pretty good. He, 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 we'll, we'll and he was great. He was an amazing. I had no idea. He did nine shutouts. Isn't that amazing? I mean, they, there was a, I remember reading a book about him where they said, uh, or a book about, you know, best pitchers of, you know, best baseball players of all time. And from the pitcher spot, they had Walter Johnson. And uh, they said, yeah, he, they call him the big train. And uh, they'd say, yeah, he'd throw a fastball. And if that didn't work, he'd throw a faster one. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right, my friend, are you ready for our thoughts for the day? Never. Okay. So <laughs> never. Hey, <laughs> come on. We got to get, got to get a laugh out of you. All right. So I love my doctor. I asked if fried foods were bad for me. And he said, fried foods, fried in vegetable oil. How can you get more vegetables? How, how can getting more vegetables be bad for you? <laughs> I like that guy. Okay. <clears throat> and um, I married my wife for her looks, but not the ones she's been giving me lately. All right. Tune in next week. Hey, I didn't get a laugh out of you on that one, Mr. No, Jackman. because that's a true story. Okay. <laughs> for those of us who've been married more than three years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Tune I, in I next- just had my, I just had my 18th. Oh, wow. Good for you. You know, uh, and I'm going on 34. It's, it's, uh, it's awesome to see a lot of us uh, guys who have kind of stuck it out, or I should oh, say the wives yeah, who stuck, stuck it out. out. Exactly. Survived is, <laughs> is it went, after about 12, you start thinking about when it, being married more as a matter of survival. And with love. that thought, tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We'll be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Adios. So long. <laughs>